Holy cow, we are all in the same room, my friends. We are the fun bunch is here in the studio today. For lucky number... For lucky number 13. (laughs) This is episode 13, my friends. And we're all together. So, yes, indeed we are. So let's go... Tally's up to the... 13 most productive hours of my entire adult life. <laughs> uh, probably. But certainly the most meaningful. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, as always, I'm Linda. I'm Jessica. I'm Lindsay. Heather. Meg. All right, so uh, we have uh, some time constraints for some people, but whatever. I'm going to go first. Always. As well. Yeah, as well as I should. So. Is it in French today? No, oh. but there's a really long word that I'm going to struggle with, and, and I'm. But I think I can do it. Do you know? <laughs> and you do because I've told everybody what my topic is, except, so, except for Meg. But uh, <laughs> triskaidekaphobia. You know ah, what triskaidekaphobia okay. is? Meg, a fear. Indeed, it is. <laughs> Trisca- Got it right. Fear of triscuits. Right, triscuits. is fear of the number thirteen. Oh, that's interesting. All right, so uh, Lindsay's excited that I'm doing a number. Yes, I'm and very and excited. and it will mostly be history, of course. But I will talk about the fact that so there's a bunch of different theories as to why 13 is considered unlucky. Um, one, this is numbery, mathy, <laughs> is that 12 has been viewed by ancient civilizations as a perfect number. Okay. That's why we have 12, 12 months. Jurors. That's why a day is, is two 12-hour periods. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so then the next number after that was seen as kind of like breaking up the perfection the and opposite. thus being unlucky. Oh, wow. Okay. See, I would think it would be 11. Okay. Because everything base 10. Mm, yeah. Right? It's so right after the it. ancient oh. Sumerians mm. had a base 12. Oh, oh, wow. See, listen to Linda and I talk in the mathematics. That's right. Lingo. That's right. I'm ah. proud of us. I'm proud of you guys. It's deep inside of all of us. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> I was like, who's going to touch it? Yep. <laughs> Um, other examples of of the number thirteen being unlucky is that Judas Iscariot was the thirteenth uh-huh. member uh, at the Last Supper. Oh, okay. Um, I want. I always say, how do you know he okay. wasn't the third? Right. Right. So I, you know, they just <laughs> they were, go. They were right. checking him off. I know. Right. Like, like, know the, right. So, but you know, without him, there were twelve. So when he left, there were twelve. Maybe he just lost the game of musical chairs. And that's why Could he's be. standing All, there. And that's right. He's standing yeah. in Da Vinci's picture, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. Uh, Loki from the Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. There was apparently a, a dinner party uh, at in Valhalla, and all the gods were there, and Loki was the 13th. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's mischievous. He's evil. Mischievous, he's, evil. He's, yeah, yeah, I was going to yeah, yeah. say, he's Thor's Chaos. brother, right? Yes. Correct? Correct. Yep. I, I saw that Avengers movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> there are tra- traditionally there are thirteen steps to get to the gallows. Really? Yeah. The gallows is where you get your head chopped off. Yeah. Uh, hung. Oh. oh, oh yeah. My apologies. Yeah. 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 Seriously. I always thought it was head chopped off. No. Yeah. No, What's that one called? The guillotine. Uh. Obviously. <laughs> Fact checking you. No, the one where you, you put your hat in with your hands. That's, yeah, that's not a guillotine. No. Right. No, no, no. no. Oh, oh, that's You're the talking stocks. about the big one. That the gallows. Yeah. That we're uh, talking. Yeah. Gallows is yeah. the noose. Yeah. Okay. And then and guillotine. guillotine is sliced. Sliced it off. Are those all French words? 
Guillotine, yes. <laughs> Stocks, no. Always that would be back. Germanic. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Gallows, I don't know. I can look that up for us, right. though. We'll, huh. we'll have to circle back to that. Yeah. I need to know the etymology of all words. All words. Well, <laughs> well, then as, we'll get as, there you go. And as we as we discussed, you know, during the summer, we're not going to see each other as much. So mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. potentially we're going to have a lot of fact-checking episodes where uh, whoever's going to be here, we'll go back and look at some of our past okay. episodes and oh. say, okay, when Linda said X, <laughs> she was totally wrong. <laughs> was totally wrong. <laughs> because I, she likes to bullshit a lot. I, I will, but so you say it so authoritatively, authoritative. right? Exactly. <laughs> like it's you like the view no, up no, no, no. This is right. the truth. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, you had Lindsay. You had. Oh no, I was gonna say I've had conversations with my family members about how they think you're intelligent, yeah. and I, I'm like, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> She is. That's what she said. And I'm good at what I do. To say hi to Lindsay's mom. Okay, well, you know what? I was actually going to say hello to Lindsay's dad. Because he's working on a marketing campaign for us. (laughs) And we are not giving him his due. So, so yes, of course, we can can just, we can make it inclusive and, and say hello to Lindsay's parents. Uh, okay, Lindsay's parents. Yeah. We hope yeah. you're enjoying the show thus far. Yeah. listening in and I was going to say, I think it's ironic <laughs> yep. that you were saying uh, in the summer yep. where uh, certain members of this group <laughs> are um, not working full time. Yep, yep. Um, that the podcasting uh, production will slow down mm. as opposed to pick up when you're not working full time. That, yeah, you that know. is interesting, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Well, you'll just, still be working all summer. I work all the time. I'm working as we speak. I'm working 24-7. I'm on the clock. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, so Apollo the 13. Mm-hmm. Apollo 13, not Apollo the 13. Yep. <laughs> Apollo mm-hmm. 13 was the only unsuccessful oh. uh, moon mission. And I, you know, there was talk when, before they named that one whether they would skip thirteen or not. Mm. And some, you yeah. know, sciencey geeks were like, "No, the word th- that that's just myth. Thirteen head it doesn't carry any weight." And looky, one. looky, what happened? So wait a minute. The yeah. only mm-hmm. unsuccessful meaning there were other, there were other space endeavors where things went awry, but this was specifically you're going to go land on the moon and they right. never made it. Right. Gotcha. Um, I'm thinking about the Challenger. <laughs> Unfortunately, according to the <laughs> according to the History Channel. $800 million is, are lost every year because of the number 13. They are either, they are people who refuse to travel on the 13th, refuse to put dates, uh, events on the 13th, uh, and people who have, who have really severe triscodecophobia don't come to work. That's very interesting. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Oh. I bet one of the biggest industries is like a, like a, a wedding or something. Yeah, a wedding. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're wed, if you were going to do a Friday night wedding. Right. So when when wedding when the thirteenth falls on a Saturday, more unlucky than the Friday. Mm-hmm. Huh. For, for a for yeah, um, there have been all kinds of bizarre studies. I'm not going to bring up, but like Great Britain especially has looked at traffic accidents and admission to the hospital on the 13th and really is a it's like a 50 percent um increase uh, uh possibility of being hospitalized on a, the, a friday the 13th than others that's interesting 
Um, I, people must engage in like risk your behavior because they're trying to tempt fate on the third. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I like, right. Yeah, I don't think it's a causation. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, a, a load of caca. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, and eighty percent of high rise. Uh, buildings do not have a floor 13. Huh. Um, wow. Now, oh, let, I've seen that before. Let me share with you, they do they have do. a floor for 13, but they yeah. call it 14. Right, right. They just skip a yeah. floor in the elevator. Now, when uh, when these were, I mean, I'm assuming most buildings of that height are post-elevator, like, technology. Because what I was wondering is if, you know, if you were using the stairs, right. did they not indicate, like, you just went right. from 12 to 14? Because yeah. then you know that you're just going from 12 to 13 right. Right. psychologically. I don't know. Um, you know, the, and the, it just, the whole numbering of the elevator buttons thing is, you know, it's just not very convincing either. But yeah. You can't sense that you're only going one floor. So. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so I will, I will. I, I've thought about these things a lot. That really went awry. <laughs> <laughs> We, because, we were, we were yeah. all just on your ride. <laughs> listen, listen. Whoa. I, I was telling Linda earlier, I got into a weird elevator yesterday, and the numbering system uh, was so, that's where this so all comes Yeah, from. exactly. <laughs> that then I Trigger warning, about, elevators. <laughs> She's got an axe to grind. Trigger. What is the phobia for elevators? Because I got a little bit of that. All right, Option. we're not going to talk about that right now. Okay. <laughs> all right, so... Uh, well, can I finish my elevator Oh, Jesus, story? Mary and Joseph. It's, it's, it's so long. Time. Time. I've heard it already. Not, I say, I got an elevator, and there was a floor negative one. What's that? Exactly. Below zero. Below, below and there was a floor zero. And there was a floor, floor negative one and a floor zero. Well, that's what they called. Okay. Okay. Ground level. must have made Sorry. that. It, it, it messed with my head. Or B for basement. Like right. we have a B. It messed with my head. Yeah. Yep. Just saying. So the elevator thing was on my mind. Or you might have an S one, like sub floor right. one. Yeah. It did right. not have a thirteen though. All right, so I don't want to be blamed for this going long, my part of this, because it is not my fault. Okay. Uh, okay, so uh, the real reason why Friday the 13th is considered unlucky is because of the Knights Templar, which was an order of knights that was uh, created for the Crusades. And basically... Back to the Crusades again. She just sighed. Did you hear that? Did you hear that, Lindsay's mom? So, Basically, and here's the here's the uh, Game of Thrones tie-in. Mm-hmm. The Knights Templar were the gold company. Um, what the Knights Templar actually did was they ensured the safety of people going to the Holy Land and back. But all, actually, what they did is they were the bankers, so that people would deposit money with the knights at one of the way stations at one of their castles and then they would be able to pick it up on the way back or they would receive a note and that they would be able to present at another one of the way stations so that they could be safe from the brigands along the way. I lost the number 13 in all this. I'm not there okay. yet. I'm telling you about and the Knights Templar. And I'm getting blamed for us being wrong. <laughs> Just saying. So, however... Because they were the gold company, because they had all this power and money, that they uh, there was a very jealous world out there, and uh, the Spanish king Philip forget the number um, thirteen no <laughs> um, would have been great that would have been great that would have been beautiful I think it was four or five uh, began a campaign to eliminate the Knights Templar and so on and it was kind of he sent out. Uh, by pigeon or raven sent out uh, letters all over the kingdom that uh, accused the nice Templar of like deviant sexual practices and um, 
all these other bizarre things, heresy, uh, black magic, devil worship, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So it was on October 13th, which was a Friday, 1307, that they were rounded up. Over 600 nice Templar were taken into custody, and many of them executed. Like a witch trial. Very similar to a witch trial. Exactly like a witch trial. Mm. Right, if you asked me to repeat that back to you, I cannot. Me either. That's because you were rolling your eyes at me the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Too many details. (laughs) I'm a big picture person. Okay. Thank you, Linda. Lindsay? Yeah, you're welcome. Thank, Thank you. You. Oh, okay. you going, Lindsay? Yeah, I guess this, um, you know, kind of follows your theme of Game of Thrones. Nice. But you you've never Game seen it. No, I have not. <laughs> Who do you think is going to sit on the Iron Throne? So, <laughs> this is a great lead into my fact of Frank and Pig. Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> Thank you for bringing Queen that Elizabeth. Back. Does anybody know about this story? Queen Which one? Elizabeth? For the first or the second? Second. Okay, so she, oh yeah, so she went to. Are you going to take my facts? <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you just asked if anybody knows. Just, w- yes or no? Listen. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Set up. Yes. For you to say just no, like Lindsay. when you <laughs> started. <Right now. laughs> but I do know. You walked right into that one. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So let me tell you. Okay. She. Queen Elizabeth went to the set of mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Was the, was the Iron Throne there? And the Iron Throne was there, <laughs> which I'm guessing is this chair that I'm looking yes. at. Yes. <laughs> the throne is a chair. Oh, sorry. It's, it's made, of made of iron. Made of iron. And Swords. they asked her if she wanted to sit in it, and... <gasps> she said no. She declined. And yes. you know why? Um, she can't, there. Right? Okay. Oh. So, left many to wonder why did she decline to sit... And it turns out she cannot sit in any throne that she wants to. There's an old tradition that prohibits the reigning English monarch from even sitting on a foreign throne. Mm-hmm. So, so is that technically you, a foreign throne if the land, the foreign land, land is fictitious? Yeah. Is fictitious. You can add to this now. Go thank ahead. you. I'm going to go with yes. I would say it's close enough. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. That that's why I said she, she wouldn't do it. That would have been a really great picture, though, right. of her right. sitting oh, on that iron. Right? So did that, you yeah. um, find any of the Iron Thrones that HBO put out? I did not find yes. any of them, no. I looked at a lot of them. Yeah. What, you mean with all the kids? No. No, no, there's no, like no. six there of was them a, that are hidden. Oh, yeah, there was like a scavenger. Yeah. Um, I the thought that maybe hunt. you would have found one. Oh, my God. I was even afraid to go into it. Did you bring it here? Like up in the elevator? you can't podcast Summer job. There's your summer job. There's your summer job. They'll be gone by then. Yeah. They're gonna take them. They're they gonna take them down, and they only did them one at a time. Yeah, I and think so, they're aren't they yeah, all. I would imagine I think they're, they're all they're found. All found. Um, but here's my other question. Oh, I don't have any other. Um, okay, fact check it's okay. All right. um, I'm assuming that because you know another term for at least stateside for a toilet is, a, is, is the, the crapper. Right. Is yeah. Uh, <laughs> so can she not sit? Can on she the not sit on a foreign toilet? I don't hmm. know. Huh. Hashtag Queen Elizabeth. Oh. Let's find out. Hashtag no no bidet for me. I watched oh. I watched The Crown and this she never came up. So oh, I, I wanted to watch that. It was good. Very good. Oh. It's very I put good. it on the last summer last yeah. year. Ex- actually, if you watch it, um, the the new royal baby. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, Archie. Yeah. Archie. What a Archie. name, huh? But Archie. he's got four There's names. Another one? Is this third one? No, no this different. is um, oh. Harry's. Harry. Oh. Yeah, I, see, I, don't, I don't keep up with this, right? Thank so, you Archie, lightning. can't remember his second name. Is it Charles? No, it's long. He's got like four names. Mm-hmm. And then the, the third name Mountbatten. is Mountbatten mm-hmm. Windsor because Mountbatten was um, Queen, Elizabeth's Queen Elizabeth's husband's, husband's family name. And oh. Philip got what? Philip. 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 
Philip's family name and went from the crown. When they were first married and first having children, they got in a battle over whether or not the children would be Windsor, as all royal family right. last names are, or Mountbatten, uh, but his was not wow. highly regarded enough name. Mm-hmm. So they did so it they for have that her baby? name. Oh, that's mm-hmm. kind of nice, though, that they did mm-hmm. that for this little guy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Philip was too happy about it, but... Uh, <laughs> Trevor Noah... Oh, initially. No, he's probably happy now. Yeah, now Trevor Noah well, last yeah. night was talking about the, the new name, and he was saying that Queen he, that the royal family is very happy with Archie because you know that uh, Queen Elizabeth was sitting there going, please don't be Jamal, please don't be Jamal, please don't be Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who said that? Trevor Noah. Oh, that's... Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that baby's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cute. Oh, and they look nice and lovely together. I know. I don't know yeah. how she yeah. looks so good. Well, I have an interesting fact. So, I can't remember which episode it was, mm-hmm. but you made a phrase about juggling chainsaws. Yes. Do you yes. remember what you were discussing? Because I went yeah. to go back and listen. Oh, oh, it was, we were talking about birth order, I think, and how the, the by the time we got parents get to the third child they could let they could let them juggle chainsaws yes and so that was to me i was like what a great fact let's learn about juggling chainsaws wow right that is a and people do people do do you do you know anything about juggling chainsaws it's not something i'll ever do Do i do not want i do not know anything but i do know how to juggle (laughs) what can you juggle i can juggle balls scarves (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not those kind, though. No. Uh, scarves. I have uh, juggling pins. Before the end of next school year, I think you should try chainsaws. Okay. Because three running chainsaws is kind of... <laughs> Battery said, operated? You said she you like to dabble. She likes to dabble. She likes to dabble. And I I'm going like to try... I really think Why? that you should try and break the record for the amount of consecutive uh-huh. catches. Okay. Because I'm not good at juggling more than I can juggle four no it's three but, but three running chainsaws yeah. consecutive catches the Guinness Book of World Records the number is not 13 10 no more than 10 46 oh. more than 46 one more guess 102 98 oh I was so close. and the huh. person the man that did it his name is Yanni Mustanen Mustanen sorry Yanni um he's from Finland and in 2018, he broke that record, and that's what he can do. 98 consecutive Did catches. Nice. Of fail the last time and get hurt? No. So yeah. then this led me down, like, this rabbit hole yeah. of injuries. Yeah. Because yeah. don't you want to know yeah, how many injuries yeah. you would have, right? Yeah. Um, so in the United States, and I couldn't find any data after 2013. So I don't know. That's the most recent data. Um, 115,895 chainsaw injuries in the United States have been reported. From juggling. Chainsaws. Oh, okay. Just <laughs> <laughs> A lot of chainsaw juggling. I know this was such a good thing. It's not chainsaws. Just chainsaw injuries. Oh, Clarifying. <laughs> I was going to say, wow. <laughs> just chainsaws. I'm just like, national Google's amazing. You can yeah. actually say... How many injuries are you <laughs> juggling chainsaws? I started there. I didn't sit down. But I have to tell you, chainsaw injuries, yes. 95% of them are male. Yeah. No yeah. one yeah. here is surprised nope. by that. No. In the no. age bracket of 30 to 59. Yeah. And 58% of said injuries occur at home. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm curious as to where the other... Uh, yeah. the in the job. logging industry. Yeah. Work. 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 Yeah, right. <laughs> that was pretty boring. Recreation. So what, what, what's your see? My mind went to like, 
what are they doing with chainsaws at work? Because well, like if you're a logger, I don't work with chainsaws a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Well, or like Linda, yeah. when you get ready to juggle said chainsaws, maintenance, yeah, you have to be very careful of body parts. So. 29% of the injuries occurred at your hands and fingers, mm-hmm. 18% the knee, yeah. and 12 and a half lower leg or ankle, yeah. and 11% the upper leg. Oh my God, I still thought you might say genitals in there, and no. I was really getting upset. No. Um, and juggling's <laughs> been around for 4,000 years. I want to give you a little history, because I know you love a history. I do love a um, history. The first recorded juggling was with the Egyptian hieroglyphics in nice. Bemi Hassan's tomb. And then in the Middle Ages, the church frowned upon it because it was always out, like, in the streets. Uh, yeah. And it was, like, look, frowned upon. Deviant. Deviant yes. art form. But then it had a quick turnaround because the kings used it for entertainment. Right. And, just, and then in 1768, it entered the circus under Philip Astley. And now it's just mainstream. Fruit. Like, just I can juggle balls. Yeah, there was some stuff about like when bouncy balls started. I didn't go down that rabbit hole, but I'm it started with like fruit, things like that, rocks. But, but juggling is. chainsaws is in the Guinness Book of World Records, nice. and I would like you nice. to try it here okay. live on Fun Fact. Well, the problem with doing it here. We can do it the parking lot. Okay, we can do it outside. It's the, right. it's the ceiling. You got to throw oh, those yeah. things a little bit higher than that. Yeah. Wow. You gonna practice? It would my juggling would be, be very the little. Noise no. chainsaw. Yeah. It <laughs> would be. It would be the noise. No, it would be the ceiling. Yeah, and you have to catch it ninety-eight times. So really, ninety-nine. You should just go I, for I gotta an do even some, I gotta no. do some upper body work then because okay. those things are heavy. Oh yeah, I read. Oh, I got that fact too. And when you juggle, you increase your hands and eye coordination by ten percent, oh, and you burn two hundred and eighty calories per hour. Hour. I generally don't juggle for a full hour at a time. <laughs> and it has been proven that it helps prevent Alzheimer's because it engages both sides of the brain. Oh, oh I'm going to juggle more now. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. You're going to see me juggling a juggling all over the place. Clinic. You should do a juggling workshop. I could totally do that. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be awesome. <laughs> summer, summer planning. Not totally related, but I do have uh, an acquaintance who um, is into handstanding. And yeah. handstanding is like, like, it's like a thing. It reminds me of like, I don't know why it reminds me of jugglers, but it's like a physical feat mm-hmm. that you don't think that you would ever have to like go and take a class. About. No, they have full uh, meetups of handstanders mm. and like handstanders trying to break records. And That's pretty they funny. get together and handstand. Yeah. Everybody say bye, Lindsay. Bye, 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 Lindsay. bye Lindsay. Lindsay. Say bye to your mom. Bye, Hi, Dad. See ya. All right. Um, are we ready for my completely random train of thought facts? Yep. yep. I will try oh, to make it. Right. Are we still on the time crunch here? You can say yeah, yes. You're, 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 it's you're, I'll you're move it along. So just a little minutes. bit of backstory. Driving with my kid in the car, and um, I don't know where he's like, Mom, did you know that it used to be um, a crime, like like bank robbery, like theft, if you uh, left the bank with a pen? So like if you're like yeah. at bank doing a transaction right. and you leave with a pen, which we all do, and he's like, you could like go to jail for that. And um, I was like, like, it's a federal offense. Like it's a federal offense. And he's like, back in like, you know, he didn't know the dates, and I didn't know the dates. And I'm like, huh? He's like, um, but why is that? He's like, it's just a pen. And I was like, well, today pens are like a dime a dozen. But back then, you know, having a pen was probably, it was, you know, they weren't as readily available, and so you might get charged with a crime for stealing a pen. I hope we're getting the history of and a so, pen. And mm. so that we're not getting the history of a pen. Damn it. So I was like, was it first? I wanted to fact check. So, so then I, he said, what do you mean a dime a dozen? 
Nice. And oh. I was like, well, it just means that you could, you know, uh, buy a lot of something with a little bit of money so it didn't have much value. Uh, and we think that way at Penn State. So anyway, so I was looking up, A, whether or not this is actually true, that it was like a federal offense to steal a pen, and B, uh, what the history of Dime a Dozen uh, is. And I was figuring that it probably had something to do with like the metal used to make a dime and uh, you know, like the relative value of that metal. Da, da, da. No. Uh, no, no, no. In fact, it means today exactly what it meant yeah. at its inception, which oh. was the first year the dime was minted, which is, and I was, which is crazy to me. So dime a dozen has always meant something that is affordable and right. not too valuable. Uh-huh. But I'm like, well, what? So we would say pens are a dime a dozen, but what would have really been a dime a dozen? Exactly. You think so? Dime a dozen. It doesn't say that here. That would What make year sense. was it minted? And now my computer has frozen, so I don't know that we're ever going to oh. find it out. <laughs> we might have to pause. That's because it's we have to pause for a commercial break. Something's going to happen in episode 13. You'll just have to circle back. That's right. Oh, there we go. So then I was looking up... Um, yeah, my computer is completely frozen. That's there awesome. was a man I know because I can't get to the tab on my computer now. But there was a man who was arrested and jailed for theft of a pen in 1932. 32. So here's what the reason why I'm thinking it's well, a. It could, I, I believe it's a federal offense because the. Great well, no, because the the banks are federally insured. Right. Right. So they're a federal institution. That's why bank robbery isn't covered by your um, local police. It's covered by the FBI. Right. It's like interstate commerce, too, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And um, it would be true, and my son and I did talk about this, it would be true at the bank and the post office. Oh, yeah. And we got into a whole other discussion about, is it really illegal to touch somebody's mailbox? And right. I said, don't do it. Don't test yeah. that theory. I don't want you going to jail for mail tampering. I love my mailman. <laughs> he is a great man. He is... Alan, I hope you're listening. Oh, oh do you think he is? I'm going to. About our podcast, and now man. he'll know. So I'm really not very helpful or contributing right now because, um, yeah, computer is completely okay. dead. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, so that's all I got oh, for you. Right, we'll come all right, we'll come. Yeah. Well, I'd love to pick up where you okay. left off uh, with Lovely. the history of the fountain pen. Nice. Okay. Oh, thank you. Okay. Thank you for bringing us that. Let me just insert: in 1860, a dozen eggs was 20 cents. So uh, doesn't even so yeah I'm really I have to rack my brain to think of what would have been a dime a dozen to lead to the evolution of that phrase right. in the first place or the inception of that phrase yeah. in the first place. Hmm. What was the exchange? I have no idea. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking like what dust? Like what was a dime <laughs> a dozen? <laughs> dust mites. Uh, and it was before 1932. Yeah, the first the first minted coin was I'm guessing in the what 19th century. Like pieces of candy. Pieces of candy. Well, yeah, it could have been penny candy. Right. Penny candy? Right. Penny okay. candy? Maybe you got a dozen Dime for, a dozen? for a dime. Ten like cents? a baker's dozen. Yeah. Thirteen. It all comes back. Oh, oh yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so true. All right. So, uh, according to the, the history of pencils. No, this is a pen. Excuse me. According to this website, um, the history of the fountain pen is, is as follows. So, we have our quill and, and ink, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was kind of how the whole writing instrument utensil thing uh, shenanigans started. And quill, in fact, is a bird feather? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, it is. I can confirm that. Wait, wait, wait. Gotta look that up. <laughs> <laughs> For those Perfect. who can see, looking it up just means making eye contact with Linda. <laughs> 
All right, so, uh, you know, you got your quill and your ink, and you just got to constantly dip the quill into the ink. Not very convenient. Mm. So, fountain pen was the first solution to address that very difficult issue. And the earliest mention of said type of fountain pen was in the year 973. What? Wow. I, I'm going to butcher this these words. Mm-hmm. M- Mahad al-Mu'iz. Uh, <laughs> like uh, sure. <laughs> okay. You know Wait, where where was he? He's in he's the the caliph, caliph of, the, of Maghreb, region of Northwest Africa. Wow. Yeah. He had asked for a pen that would keep his hand clean while he uses it and would not leave as much mess as standard pens and quills. I wonder what the standard pen and quill was in 973. With some ink? What kind of ink, though? Yeah, like it was, it's like animal that. ink. Yeah. What was the thing that changed that turned what he was using into something that wouldn't get his hands dirty? Because he had to dip it now? Yeah. Yeah. Well, before he had to dip it with the quill. He was like, it's all messy. It's all over my hands. And so now he's dipping. I'm, I'm, <laughs> that was I'm, a great accent he has. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it came out back in 973, by the way, too. And he spoke right. English. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so his wish was fulfilled with a pen that held ink inside and could be held upside down without spilling, but we don't know precisely how this pen worked or how it looked, what it looked like. Was the inventor Bick? <laughs> no George idea. Bick. Not mentioned here. That was not in Connecticut? Uh, was Bick from Connecticut? Or, really? I know the Zippo lighter is. Yeah, I think it might be. Not related at all. <laughs> and like the Frisbee? Zippo and Bick are related. I don't know how, but they are. Lighters. They both have lighters, right? Yeah. Bick has layers, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay. Bick might be from Connecticut. Okay. I have no idea. All right. Look it up. Back to the fountain pens. Oh, sorry. Next mention of a pen with an inner reservoir comes from the 17th century when German inventor Daniel Schwenter invented a pen <laughs> made from two quills. Sorry. I'm, I'm having I'm a field. I'm so sorry. Why is that I'm making me love? <laughs> Sweaty balls. That's what I'm It's totally why it's making me love. Yeah. How long did I need to giggle? All right, so one quill was was placed inside the other quill, and the inner quill held the ink, and it was closed with a cork. Ink left the reservoir through a small hole, which led to the nib, where (laughs) the two came together. Yeah, these terrible words. I actually did know that that's what the 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 pen is called. Yeah, the nib. Okay. So then Samuel Pepys, (laughs) English naval administrator, mentioned in his writings a metal pen to carry ink in 1663, while Maryland historian Hester Dorsey Richardson also wrote about fountain pens that existed in the 17th century. In the 19th century, standard pens were improved with mass production of cheap steel this pen nibs. This would be a good visual. Which yeah. I'll, yeah, I, I agree. timeline. I, I don't have one. So. Okay. Which, but if we find one, I'll put it on the Facebook page. Please do. <laughs> which also influenced fountain pens. On May 25th, 1827, Romanian inventor Petrarch Poinaru? Sure. <laughs> received a patent from the French government for a fountain pen. Oh, this comes back to the French. Yes. Which had the French. a barrel made from a large swan quill. Okay, here, now Linda knows And you something. know what the French word for pen is. Plume. Exactly, as in the plumage, Plume as in feather. feather, as in quill. I was going to go with the fruit, but all right. In America, <laughs> in 1848, Azel Stores Lyman got a patent for a fountain pen with method of supplying ink to pens from a reservoir in the handle. These were not the only patents for fountain pens of the time, but these pens uh, were needed for the inventions to become popular. Okay, interesting. Hmm. And then so on and so forth, and eventually led to self-filling fountain pens, invented in the 20th century. Interesting. 
They were crescent filler pens, which had a rubber sack and a crescent button, which <laughs> pressed it. Oh, my God, Heather. twist filler Get pens. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> Jeez, you hear the word sack? I know. And it's all over. <laughs> In my defense, I live with, like, a, a lot, lot of Oh, stuff. that's true. <laughs> that is very true. All right. And then eventually fountain pens became a status symbol after ballpoint pens became mm-hmm. cheaper and easier to mm-hmm. use. Wow. All right. Yeah. That is really good stuff, people. Thank you. Wow. That ballpoint, huh? <laughs> wow. Okay. So um, I have a, 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 a proposed name change to our podcast. Okay. Really? Uh, fun, not quite facts Friday. <laughs> Interesting. There was, a okay. lot, there was a lot of kind of, you know. There's a lot of bullshit going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Quite Just so um, that's fair. That's fair. We can make a little carrot, right? Fun right. fact. Little, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. And I like show. That. Yeah, ish or fun ish. It could be fun ish, fact ish. All right, people, we're sorry. Uh, we do find ourselves hysterical, though. <laughs> um, so, as always, we ask of you to go like our Facebook page, subscribe, download, share. Sharing is the most important part at this point. We are into triple digits, people. We love you, and we'd like to hear from you. If you leave a comment on our Facebook page, we'll give you a shout-out. That means Lindsay's not going to get, Lindsay's mom isn't going to get as much airtime, <laughs> but then you can have the same kind of airtime. I want to get to the point where we have enough of a following where mm-hmm. then we, like, do, like, a giveaway of, like, yes. mugs or a T-shirt. Yeah. Our, our autographs. Like, yeah, our autographs. autographs. Our merch. Yeah. Well, like, 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 fun, fun fact. Our Bitmoji face. With, yeah. yeah. Our signature. Or, like, you could, like, win a date with one of us or something. Okay. I, That'd you be know? fun. That'd right. be fun. And so that means we just need more followers. That's yeah. all I'm saying. We need mm-hmm. to have a critical mass right. of people. Yeah. So that we can have merch. Yeah. Yes. yes. Well, yes. essentially, we have Lindsay's dad. Yes. He's her marketing. Yes. He is our marketing guru. All right. See you next time.